you're not supposed to buy people. It's not allowed anymore. But I actually bought Sheila. But it was for a good reason. She was just sitting on the side of the road being sold for really cheap. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll buy you. And I just gave her a good life. Three, two, one. Hello, my name is Sheila and I'm the co-host of The Wolf Den. We're excited to be back with another episode that will hopefully penetrate through someone's mind. Sheila, I love, love the enthusiasm, but damn, those, those choice of words, but that is right, guys, welcome back to the second episode of The Wolf Den, this is my co-host, Sheila, I am your host, Brax Wolf, and I am excited for the second episode because it's happening, it is truly happening. You know, it took me it took me a full day to prepare myself to get things done because I feel like there's a ritual to everything. I don't know if it's just me or you guys out there have a ritual for everything that you do. It just needs to be done before I can do anything else. I don't know if it's the OCD in me or if it's just something I really want to work on, though, because I can't just get up and do things spontaneously like I used to. There's just this process, there's just a way of getting things done, and yeah, it is what it is. We're here, second episode. Sheila, you're looking lovely with your new top. So from the, the first first episode, I got a few recommendations of things to do, things not to do. They were mostly all positive, and, and one of the things was, one, please give Sheila a microphone because she's uncomfortably silent. So we hooked her up with a mic. As you can see, she started off the show. Um, It was a little bit strong, but that's okay. We're just going to work on those things, right, Sheila? It's just going to get better and better. And we are here. You know, from that first episode, I guess I did not expect to go so smooth as it did. There was minimal cuts. I just spoke for 45 minutes straight. It was more like an hour straight. And then I cut maybe 15 minutes out of it. But very minimal cuts. And I was like, fuck. How am I going to to get on the mic and make a second episode? And then a third and then a fourth. It's like some people out there in the podcasting game, they have been doing it for a very long time. And I'm just like, How? How have you not ran out of things to say by the 250 episode? You know what I'm saying? And then they're doing guest spots on other podcasts. And I'm just like, holy shit. How, how, how is this happening? Well, <laughs> the number one thing. These people are definitely leading more exciting lifestyle than we are, Sheila. You know, we're just chilling out here. We're babies in this game trying to... to wiggle our way into this into this industry that's so saturated with so many podcasts like why would people take the time to listen to us and it's tough like that just lingers in my head am i going to say something meaningful on that second episode that people will be able to to take something home and 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 be excited with it yesterday i just slept all day that's something I haven't done in a while. But I feel like my body just needed it. 
when night came around, I was like, damn, you wasted your whole day doing nothing. Doing absolutely nothing. But yesterday, I didn't have the energy to record this when I was supposed to. And then I woke up today with the energy. So, I feel like sometimes we just need it. Even though last night, I felt guilty. I was like, mm, a whole day went by where you could have done something. You could have went somewhere. You could have recorded a ride video. But that didn't happen. You know, there's this ride video I'm trying to record. And I have a lot of weird nightmares. I rarely have dreams, just regular dreams. It it doesn't happen that often. And it's usually nightmares. And and I don't I don't mind them at all. I actually like weird shit. So whenever I'm experiencing a nightmare. It almost feels like it's a scary movie and I'm the main character. So, <clears throat> excuse me. By the way, this tea bag exploded in there. So there's little particles. So I feel like that's like getting stuck in my throat, which is probably not good. Sheila, I'm going to end up drinking her water, by the way. So these dreams and it just feels like I'm the main character. And, and that's what this ride video that I want to record is. And it's a little scary movie. And I feel like that's where I'll be able to to branch out and, and do these little storytelling scenes within these ride videos. And just keep the product videos very informational. Because I was just trying to throw everything in there. Just trying to throw everything to that wall and hope hope that it sticks. You know, Sheila, I was looking at you because I thought you were about to say something, but nope, not yet. If you're wondering why I am talking to a mannequin, and I don't know if you could see it on that wall, there's the torso mannequin. And I've always liked mannequins, but there's a purpose to these mannequins. Like, I'm not just this weirdo that loves having mannequins around because of some weird childhood drama. Drama. <laughs> childhood drama. Um, mannequins are great for focusing. Like, in this shot, for example, you know, I just focused on Sheila, who is completely parallel to me. So, I know that focusing will be spot on. I know that we'll be f both in focus, and that's the same thing with the torso. Um, before moving in here, even in the RV, I still had the torso with me because when I was sitting down, it was just easy to go and pull focus on that mannequin body part <laughs> and then just switch places with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. To me, that's pretty genius. Other people are probably going to say, bro, you're dumb. You could just connect to your the, the camera to your app and pull focus that way. I feel like everything was always dying. You know, I barely had camera battery or I barely had phone battery. So I figure if I had things connected through Wi-Fi, it was just going to take even more battery. 
So it just kept avoiding that and, and kept the mannequins around. It's just a great manual way to pull focus by yourself. You know, like sometimes making these videos, it sucks because I could get some shots done seriously within 30 seconds if I had someone there just holding the camera. But sometimes I have to prop the camera in such an interesting way and it takes so much time and then to both focus properly and, and do it and go back to the camera, see that it's not exactly what I want and readjust things when if a person was only there to just do that real quick. And that's that's the part that I'm trying to to make Sheila into. I feel like I can turn Sheila into an amazing camera woman i just have to figure it out how to rig things into her you know i can rig a slider into her i can before in this video for the max 4 pro is is when i was introducing sheila and i had this whole thing for her which it was so unnecessary again people just that wanted information about the max 4 pro they would have been like what the fuck? Why is this dude introducing this mannequin as his camera woman? But, you know, I took one of her arms out and put the second camera right there and it looked badass. It looked badass. And that's when I had the idea like, holy shit, I can actually maybe turn this mannequin into into a camera rig. Different places, different things that... I can just put the camera on her and it would do different things. So there's big plans for you, Sheila. I'm so glad you have entered my life and I came across you. You know how, you know, you're not supposed to buy people. It's not allowed anymore. But I actually bought Sheila. But it was for a good reason. She was just sitting on the side of the road being sold for really cheap. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll buy you. And I just gave her a good life bougie boxing gloves you got you got some nice shades on you got your your i don't even know it's like a cheetah zebra print and and it feels nice you know what i'm saying like i'm giving you a good life so if this ever blows up and people say that i'm not treating sheila nice that's bullshit that's bullshit, because if you only knew where she came from, she was dirty. Like, I spent Mr. Clean, the little eraser thing, bought one of those. Fucking took so much dirt off this girl, and it's just, it is what it is. Now she's living large, like everyone is. I feel like everyone in this house lives larger than me, including the cats, the kitty kitty cats, you know, got a diabetic cat that takes insulin and that insulin. I used to give him this insulin that was $300 and it lasted about like a, a month and a half. And they said that the vet said that it was only good for like 30 days. And even if it was refrigerator and that's some bullshit. As times got tough, I couldn't afford the $300 insulin. So switched to pooch. To this other cheaper insulin which seems to be doing doing the job little one you know little fuck was born with a heart defect 
So I have to take him to the doctor to get the cardiology test to make sure that everything is good with his heart and nothing has gotten worse. Because he had a stroke in the past and that was the scariest thing ever. Just holding his little lifeless body and then he pissed himself and it was just, it was just, it was terrible, man. Like, people that have real kids, real children, that bugs me out. I think that's why I don't have kids yet because just watching your kid helpless because you can't do something about it it's like out of your reach and that's just i don't know that freaks me out you know after having the cats people are like get cats get cats they're so easy now i've had pooch for like 13 years i think and he had so many issues where i would sit and be like damn dude i'm sorry but i feel like he's healthier than ever at the end of the day, it's just the food. You know, I was a irresponsible, irresponsible teenager and just fed him crap. Like the, the cheapest crap I could find at, at a deli or something. Like dried food. Disgusting, cheap, dried food. And just fed him forever and ever and ever. And he just kept gaining weight. He kept gaining weight. I didn't... I didn't see the signs. I just didn't care. You know, I'm living my life because, you know, they say cats are easy. So fuck it, you know, just doing my thing, just being a wild man. And then things caught up. He became obese. He became blocked up because he was barely drinking any water. So he developed crystals and he got all blocked up so to bring him to the doctor they put this thing up his pee hole drained everything out that really fucked him up so they put him some special medicine some special medicine and some special food okay so life goes on i'm being a wild man again don't listen can't afford the special expensive food same thing happens again. He gets blocked up. And I'm like, damn, like this sucks. Because essentially, it's my fault if I only stuck to the diet. And then it happened a third time. Fucking happened a third time. And this time, I thought I could cure things by giving him a healthy full of fluids diet because you know all this this medicine food is garbage like the ingredients in it is garbage and it just kept making them fatter and fatter and fatter because there's more salt in it essentially all this food it just wants the cat to drink more water so i thought i could avoid that by giving my own special healthy diet to him but then he got blocked up a third time i really thought that this was it you know he's prone to get blocked up but this time he really fucked him up i brought him to a 24-hour vet place and i don't know it was just it was a nightmare it was in the er i was there all night 
after $1,800 later, I had no more money. And they wanted to keep them for the day, for the next day. And it was going to be like a, a ridiculous amount. Like three, I don't know, three to four hundred bucks just to keep them for the day. And I was like, I can't. I ran out of money. So they basically handed me Pooch in a carrier. And he still had the catheter in his pee hole with the bag. And, you know, at that point, I didn't realize that I should have maybe, I don't know, even called the fucking news, made a bigger fuss about it. But I didn't. Sheila, I just took Pooch, who was like old drugged up, had no idea what was going on with the catheter still in his pee hole in his carrier. And I was out like that, just like that. So I went to this other vet, explained my situation. He took out the catheter free of charge. He said that he could take a look over over pooch but it was going to cost you know i don't know 125 dollars for the initial visit and then tests here and there yada 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 everyone just wanted to run fucking tests they just didn't want to do anything about it and i was like i can't i can't i don't have it sir and this is when we were first living in the rv i went back in the rv with pooch he had like no life in him and I was exhausted. I, I had I was working and I had to deal with this and I had to deal with work and I was just so tired. And I was giving up, you know, like I, I'd look in Pooch's eyes and he was also giving up. So what do I do? I start contacting places that come to your house to put your pet to sleep to euthanize them to I don't know if I said that properly but you get the point and I figured you know I'm not taking this dude to a vet anymore he hates vets and if he has to die it's gonna be in his home so I found this dude for 500 bucks and he would come and then you know take take his ashes and probably give me a bunch of fucking animals ashes that were really wouldn't be pooch but i figure that'd be the best thing i'm not bringing him to the vet to stress him out for that last thing even though he'd probably be dead and not remember after but i was like nah man that's my boy i can't do that can't do that at all so in my search to find someone to come and and euthanize, give him youth to my to my boy Pooch. I come across this vet, and he was this dinky vet, and their office still dinky. Panorama Pet Hospital, shout out. And I bring Pooch in there, cause I read in the reviews that it's not that expensive. You know, I'm not trying to pay for a vet's huge fish tank in their lobby and this place was far from a fish tank in the lobby i walk in dr suman awesome doctor um i walk in he knew exactly what to do he drugged the pooch with the right medicine 
he he didn't do any tests like everyone else wanted to do tests. He knew exactly what Pooch was experiencing and how to give him a remedy and eventually make him better. You know, first thing out of there, I had to stick to that diet. I had to stick to that dumb diet. All right, whatever. I will do that. But, yeah, Pooch lived. Pooch lived. But that wasn't it. That wasn't it. I wish that was it. And then two, three years ago, maybe two years ago, I guess from the the food that the vet prescribed, it made him even more fat. And what did that do? It caused him diabetes. So now he needs insulin. But I just been very good with his water intake. And I try to step back on that crappy food and I guess more water. He hates it. He probably hates it because he's just eating soup every day. It's never anything solid or close to solid. But I feel like he's been healthier than ever. Because... Oh man, I've had to say goodbye to that boy so many times. And I'm 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 not the greatest at, at saying goodbye. And and I have a memory of of why I think I'm not the greatest of saying goodbye. I guess I can pinpoint to a time in my life that I first experienced a goodbye. And I feel like that maybe traumatized me. But it goes back to I don't know, four or five years old, I used to have this Dalmatian. Um, God, what was her name? Laika. Was it Laika? No. It was a Brazilian, weird Brazilian, Brazilian name. But I had this Dalmatian. I loved her. She was huge like a cow. I would ride her like a cow. And then shit happened. We had to move, I guess, from the house that we were at and with my grandma. And we couldn't have the dog, so we had to give the dog away. And I think the dog hopefully went to a nice place. He went to like a farm where he had a lot of place to run, lose some of that cow weight. But saying goodbye to that dog just traumatized the shit out of me. I remember crying on the stairs like crazy and I just had fever for a whole week straight because I was just so fucked up. I was like, I can't believe they took my my best friend away. And that was like my first memory of of losing something and and having to say goodbye to to someone, to something that I really loved. And I I guess I get those those memories when it comes to the pets, like whenever something happens, like when little one had a stroke or whenever Pooch was would spend the night at the at the vet because something was terribly wrong. I always just had this fear of of having to say goodbye and you know it's selfish of me if they're suffering like clearly it's the best route for them to go. But just the when it comes to death it's weird. It's it's just the lack of existence, you know, like that person is not going to be there, that thing, that animal, that 
that beam of light is not going to be there that next day to make new memories. So you just hold on to these old memories that you've made with that thing. I don't know. I've said goodbye to a lot of things. And right now I'm in the process of saying goodbye to the RV. And it's just hard, man. It's it's tough. Like, I feel like I've had to say goodbye to a lot of things recently. Not recent. You know, the past year, year and a half. I don't even know. I've just been lost in this, in this limbo. But I've had to say goodbye to a job that I've had for over a decade. I had to say goodbye to my best friend slash ex-girlfriend of almost a decade. I had to say goodbye to my apartment. I had to say goodbye to the van. I had to say goodbye to so much equipment. I had to say goodbye to to so many things what it felt like. And right now I have to say goodbye to the RV because it's just the best move. I feel like as long as I have that clutch, clutch crutch around, I'm always going to end up there if shit goes wrong. And it's just at a time that I need to sell it. But every time I go in there, especially now, everything is cleared out and it looks it looks great in there. And so many memories just fucking flies through my head. And I'm like, oh my god, I gotta say goodbye to you. You won't be there anymore to make new memories. But it's just what you do, you know. People are really good at saying goodbye sometimes. And I guess I'm just bad at it because I've had that experience as a child and it just fucked me up fucked me up Sheila as much as I I wish I was good at saying goodbye I wish I could just be like man fuck these things you know but it will always be in the back of your head like the van I feel like I did so good at moving on and saying goodbye to that but as time passed, I'm I'm thinking about it more than ever. Like, man, I wish I had this to do something or I wish I had that or take the van to go camping somewhere or, or do something. But it's just, it's just, it's just life. I guess the easier it is to say goodbye, it is easier on you down the road. Because if you don't say a proper goodbye, it's never really a goodbye. It's always going to be lingering in the back of your head. I'm just hoping, you know, this RV will go to someone that really needs it and will transform this into their new home if needed. And and that's where the new memories will come. You know, doesn't necessarily mean that I need to be involved in those memories it just means that someone else will have the opportunity to make great memories like I did. There's so many like big boy lessons that I've been learning that probably would have taken some doctors and some 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 sessions to flush out some feelings. But it's just a matter of being real with yourself. But that's not... It's it's a scary thing, man. The more real you are with yourself, 
the more you dig in in things that could have been things that you've did and you know even though if you're just focusing on change focusing on getting better and and not being that old dog stuck stuck in his old ways but it's a matter of breaking yourself down and being strong enough to rebuild yourself because you could easily break yourself down and get lost down there and be a lifeless human being like you Sheila I'm sorry I'm sorry to put you in the spot like that but it's your job to break yourself down and build yourself up to the potential that you know that you can be or you could just be a piece of shit for the rest of your life. You know, it's very, very easy to get stuck on your ways and be a piece of shit and just not accept things. I feel like we've experienced a lot of that recently just with politics and, and the way that the world is moving. That's not the point. The point is to change your ways before it's too late. And I feel like that's possible. And it takes a lot of hard work and it takes a lot of opening yourself to yourself and, and really facing this, this, this person, this demon, this, this, this creature, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and really see yourself for who you are as a person. You know, what... What influence has your family, what influence has your village caused in you? Because we are all products of our environment. You could either you could either keep the cycle going, you could either do as things have been done and not really change if you truly believe that that's the way. But if in your heart, if something in there tells you that what the fuck am I doing but I'm not strong enough to change it then it's time to beef up those muscles and change things because the older you get the harder things get so I'm glad I've been able to stay real with myself and not have to pay someone $250 an hour to to listen to what I have to say. Because even right now, as I speak, you know, the sound is going clearly into my headphones. So as I say things, they're just being placed in a special place in my brain. And I'm just making sure... that just my feelings my thoughts aren't all over the place because whenever they are it just creates clutter in my head and I can't I can't do what I need to do to proceed I just shut down you know I just I can't I can't do anything I get paralyzed like my girl Sheila once again lifeless paralyzed just a fucking dummy and it's it's easy to be that fucking dummy it's so easy to be that lifeless dummy that just goes to sleep and wakes up 
and he doesn't really do anything to find his or her's true potential. And that's what bugs me out. That's what freaks me the fuck out. It's like, am I going to ever find my true potential? Am I ever going to find my meaning in life? I don't know what you guys think. I don't know what you think out there. But if we were in a circle, puff, puff, passing, I would be the dude that's equally fucked up as everyone else. And, you know, it's a good way to hide when you have a beautiful lady next to you and and pretty lights all behind you. But at the same time, we're all in this together. And people often forget that. And I feel like we would be in such a better place as a civilization, as human beings, if we just stopped and put ourselves in our neighbor's shoes, even though they're assholes, even though they don't say good morning to you, even though they're a bunch of douchebags that let their garbage leak all over the place. And you know what? I just got to put myself into that douchebag's shoes and see why they're being such a douchebag. But at the same time, it's like, why, sh- why should I? I don't have the time. I don't have the fucking energy to try to meet somebody in the middle. It's just digging deep and being the better person. Anyway, Sheila, 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 that that top is looking phenomenal. Shout out to Mike, the designer. If your mother only knew, 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 you're taking your and a hunk. Y'all believe I'm not doing that shit? Yo, who remember that? That's Roselle. Is it Roselle? I hope that's Roselle. Damn. Back when in the internet was starting, the world was so different. I just remember the internet being such a baby. And that dude that would say, that's unforgivable. Forgot who he was. So many great things came out of the internet back in the day. And now they're just buried by bullshit. You know, like the true internet content came out of the internet at its infancy. Now I feel like we're just getting the same bullshit over and over and over and over again. Just done with a different, I don't know, with a different song in the background. It's like TikTok's the perfect example. Everyone will do the same shit a million times to the same song and think that they're being fucking special and unique. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of good content and a lot of creativity comes out of TikTok. But at the same time, you know, it's 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 a thousand to one 
a thousand sheeps to one wolf really producing good content on TikTok. And I'm, again, I'm not bashing TikTok because I don't have the ability to create in that platform like some people do. And but at the same time, people fucking stop being little sheeps and doing the same shit to the same song. Y'all moving to the same beat out there. Maybe that's what people want. Maybe that's what people do. But no. Make your own path, motherfuckers. Start your own trend. You know, Braxwolf was a trend for a couple of months. And then I let it die. I honestly let this channel die when I had the opportunity to be bigger and blow up. People are often asking, like, why aren't you bigger? You're so underrated. I feel like I fucked that up. I feel like I had that that window to make things bigger, but I didn't. For whatever reason, I'm not going back in the past anymore, but I did not connect the dots properly when I had the chance. I feel like this channel, Sheila, had the chance to be bigger. This channel had the opportunity to be bigger than what it currently is. Because right now it's a little dead, girl. Right now it's a little dead. But I feel like I fucked that up. And it doesn't make me feel great. But it doesn't make me feel shitty either. Because, you know, I had I had 24 hours. I wish days were longer, but they're not. I had 24 hours to try to make things better. And that's all that matters. I tried. Fucking tried. And if it doesn't work, if I don't find my true meaning at the end of the day, then I'm a dumbass that didn't appreciate the journey. Because that must have been a good journey to try to find my meaning. You know, like the thing, I'm just chasing perfection. It's, that's the most idiotic thing ever. Chasing perfection. That doesn't work. It will never be achieved. So self-analyzing the first episode, there were, there were little things I was nitpicking, like words that I constantly say to, to cover up the time that my brain needs to think of the next topic of the next thing to say. So I will, I was breathing so much in that episode and I, I'm not sure why, if that's just me authentically speaking, where I take these, <laughs> these long breathing breaks, but it was happening. Like right now, it was just, I guess my way of, of covering the gaps so I, I paid a lot of attention to my speech pattern. But at the same time, it's like, what am I doing here? I'm not trying to strive for perfection. You know, like my boy, Danny Sabra, my boy, Mike, they were just like, man, just, just do you. That's just, that's what it's authentic. You know, it's like Levon. First thing he said, it sounded genuine. So I feel like if I try to polish things too much, it's just going to be 
where the channel was heading you know with that max 4 pro review video that i've meant to release for months i've had gathered so much footage and there was so so many little skits and storylines to explain this board that realistically no one really gives a fuck about like i'm sorry to say this max fine but no one really cares about the max 4 pro it's not a high highly searchable keyword board so no one's really out there doing that research so as i was trying to put this long video together that was just taking so much out of me to put it together to make sense in a way that anyone that stumbled upon would be able to digest it and not really know who i am as a creator and that was just not happening it was just so many things that made no sense for a first time watcher that you know they wouldn't stick it through they would just be like what the fuck is this dude talking about even though there's pretty shots even though there's things here and there i just feel like they weren't retain the information that was truly there because it was made to my specifications which is wild it's there has to be this there has to be that so as I was sitting there two days before I, I promised myself that I was going to drop that video so I was sitting editing I completely started editing I completely started deleting clips this is something that I don't normally do I, I will create, you know, a new project or I will place those clips down down the timeline somewhere. But I don't usually just go and delete clips. And I started deleting everything as I was watching. I was like, I'm just not happy. I'm not happy. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm just this format that I have created, this this way that I've I've tried to insert comedy into reviews and and make sure everything is polished with the sound and the visuals and the storyline i just realized at that point that nothing fucking mattered you know like all these things that i was dwelling in my head for weeks for months it felt like it didn't matter at the end of the day, no one really knew what I was going through, <laughs> you know, with the struggle of making this video. So no matter what I put it out there, it didn't fucking matter if it was this whole elaborate thing. Because at the end of the day, I'm not getting millions of hits on this board. So I eventually started deleting everything. And I was like, you know what? I'm finally going to take a different approach here. And it's not an approach that hasn't been done before. I feel like it's probably the most YouTube formatted approach that you can have. You know, there's so many channels out there that is just narration based, but there's just such good information that people love it. They retain it. So I just recorded the voiceover real quick wrote the script recorded the voiceover filled with all the b-rolls that i had from the initial video just dropped them in there saw what i needed spoke about the board 
and got that review out maybe like a day. In a day, a day and a half, I had everything done. Thankfully, I had all the B-roll shot, so it was easy to just drop things in there. But but shit, that just put things into perspective that I was... I was dwelling on my own creations here when I just had to step back and simplify things where my workflow is much simpler, but yet the people out there are retaining the most information from these videos because essentially people are out there on YouTube doing research for products mostly product information i don't know when it comes to entertainment you either have to be really good with entertainment be doing something really unique that no one out there is doing on that platform or they're just taking in their entertainment through i don't know netflix amazon prime or or however people watch things these days but I was trying to involve too much of of that whole storytelling within my videos. And I'm just not sure if the audience is there to watch that. And if they are, I don't have the ability to keep creating things at a, at a high at a high production and, and, and fast turnarounds. You know, that ride video, the last ride video that I did that it showed me getting home and then going to get some booty. You know, that was done within a day also. It was just such an easy video to do. And I just need to keep, keep that in mind and, and keep those videos coming. Because, man, I say this all the time, people, but, like, fuck, Sheila. Like, we are our worst enemies. Like, no matter what, like, no matter what I do, I'm the only one that's hindering things and making things worse or making things better. And I think that's where I get... It's like there's no one to blame but me. So that is it, guys. This is the end of the second episode for The Wolf Den. Hopefully, you were able to stick it through. You were able to learn something. Or maybe you just wasted an hour of your life. Either way, I really fucking appreciate it. Sheila does too, right, Sheila? <laughs> see, she definitely appreciates it. But I will see you guys next time. Thank you for joining like subscribe don't forget this is available on spotify i'm not sure if apple podcasts have approved me yet but it's available on spotify and if you want to watch it and actually see things it's available on youtube subscribe to the channel follow follow the the spotify radio station where you get your favorite podcasts and we'll see you guys next time Peace out. Yeah, now that sounds about right. Join the wolves and let's go out at night. Howl at the moon, everybody. Come.